tell me what to do, then you can tell me what to do. But if you can't tell me what to do, you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Definition of a Woman. There's levels to this shit. We are your hosts. I'm Nadia. Michelle. And Danielle. So excited to be back, you guys. I, know. I don't even know what to do. Like, my voice isn't heaven. even right. I'm just so excited. You know, I got that high pitch. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> I it's am perfect. ready. I miss you guys. I miss you too. It's been, it's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step two, step two, step two, step two. Step two. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I miss you guys. I miss these guys. We miss you guys. Yes, we miss you guys. And we want to thank you so much for tuning into our IG lives. Yes. <laughs> you know, the social media person. Not. She, but she's been starting them successfully. <laughs> I've been starting them. And you guys have been bearing with us yes. and all of our technical difficulties. Technical, because all you see in the beginning is Daniel face in the camera. But we appreciate her starting it up. <laughs> she like... She'd be like, hmm, looking like somebody's grandma. <laughs> it's bad, too. I was like, how come you can't edit these? I know. But we are so grateful for you, and we are so excited to get back so to excited. it. Okay? So excited. So what's been going on? Let's check in. Oh, my gosh. Been a lot. It has been a lot. The last time we seen each other was for your birthday. Oh, yes. yes. That, yeah, that was the night. <laughs> It was a lot. It was, it was, it was a lot. She said she wanted to get drunk, and she did and just she that. she did just that. She did just that. I mean, the shots kept coming, you know? They did so. keep coming, and I did not take them, but she did. Yeah. I, 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 I was did. A little it was her birthday, though. It so. was. She needed that. She I took it with you. You did. She did. I did. I you did. <laughs> Throwing them back. She was. They were, I was like this. I didn't want to have to cause they to come get me. So I was like, he would have did nothing, but came. He would have been he like, I'm taking you. But he I'm right. But I'm coming. Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> Always doing something. There has been a whole, like, uh, almost two months. Two months. Two months. Yes, two months. We see each other on live, but we mm-hmm. haven't yeah. seen each other. And that's not that's our right. norm. So. I know. So I'm glad to, to be you back. So I'm glad to, to be back you. recording. I know. It's going to be a good one. It is yes. going to be a good one. Tell them what we're talking about. Yes. Super excited, y'all. So... We are talking about the show Harlem. So we've been super excited. Um, I had watched the show actually before Michelle and Danielle, and um, I loved it. Like, absolutely loved it. I think I told y'all about it briefly. Yeah, you brought it to our attention. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, Michelle, I think it was Michelle's idea, said, well, we got to watch it and we should talk about it. But ultimately, super excited to talk about it. So the show is like a... A black sex in the city. If you guys mm-hmm. watch Sex in the City, I used sex to love in Sex in the City, especially the movies, right? Yeah. So it's like a black sex in the city and kind of reminds me of Insecure a little bit because mm-hmm. you still have the the black women doing their mm-hmm. own thing and so on and so forth. So super excited about it. They all have their quirks. challenges <laughs> and quirks, exactly, <laughs> everything. So... Um, it's all spoilers today, so, all yeah, so if you have not it. seen yep. it, you probably want to pause this one, watch it, and come and come back. Right. right. And remember, we've been warning you guys to watch it, telling you that we were gonna that we're gonna talk Roll about hiatus, the show. So you exactly. definitely had you enough had time. Nothing but time. Of time. So okay? only ten episodes. So exactly, you could binge watch it. I think mm-hmm. we I binge watched it mm-hmm. within two days. Yeah. I want to say so. I did in a night. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, That's we my were type on of girl. it. I know. Don't just get it out the way. 
Yeah, I would have finished it in a day. Do you want to continue? Yes, yes, I do. Yes, <laughs> yes I do. I am still watching. I am, as I a matter of fact. I am still watching. Exactly. <laughs> so excited. Anything y'all want to say about the show or what y'all uh, felt about the show before we dive into a couple of questions? Um, I think it was a good show. I think it was well written. I've heard some people's um, thoughts about uh, some of the characters, which I don't necessarily agree with. They're talking about Megan Good, and I think she but played her. eyebrows? Nah, <laughs> nobody talking about that. You talking about the marriage? They, they were talking about her acting. And um, I was like, I think she's, I mean, she may not be a super versatile actress, but yeah. I think she played the role. As the I role was intended. Well. I did As too. The role I agree, yeah. I agree. Yeah. But it was good. Definitely go watch it if you, if you haven't. <sighs> I'm sort of indifferent about it. Like, I, there were a couple episodes, like, it started out strong for me. Mm-hmm. Loved, loved, loved the soundtrack. Yeah. But um, other than that, I was kind of like, mm, okay. That's good. <laughs> I can watch it. Watch. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. watch yeah. it. And then I cannot watch it. <laughs> well, you got through it. That's all I got mean. through it. And I could relate to a lot of the things in mm-hmm. there, too. So that's why I really kinda enjoyed it and kept teaching. going. But Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so who who do you think was your favorite character? That's a good question, Michelle. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me say, can we go back to the... Remember we were talking about threesomes and everything? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like, if we were going to date a woman, what we would want them to be like. Mm-hmm. So Ty would be the kind of woman that I would want to date. Okay. <laughs> woman. Why, though? She just, she's be- she just has... She's beautiful, she but then beautiful. she's also... Also has that masculine energy, mm-hmm. and I just I don't know. She's just she would be my type. You gotta hang on to type. You know her ass would be ready to let go. Type, exactly. type the white right? Hit it and quit it. You gotta. I mean, be... It kind of turned me off when she you know went the other way. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah, we're gonna uh... we are gonna talk about that. Uh... But yeah. But would you think that's your favorite? That's the one you would. No, that was the one I was the most to. attracted to. Who but who favorite? I was the most that I could relate to the most would probably be. There's a toss up between Quinn and Camille. So okay. for for the record, yeah. Camille again is Megan Good. Right. Quinn is I think her name is Grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. She played. Grace she Byers. was on uh, um, Empire. Empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ty is her name is Jerry. Okay. And her name is Jerry. Yeah, her name is Jerry. Mm-hmm. Jerry with the J. <laughs> I looked her up. And then Angie. <laughs> nah, I looked her up. Angie, I forgot her name. It starts with an S. Um, Shanique. I thought it was. Something like that. I, I have it up. I hate that I uh, just forgot her name. I thought I wrote it down, but she Shanique, was a, It is Shanique. It is Shanique. Or Shanique or Shande. Or yeah. Shande or something. Yeah. Sorry, girl. <laughs> Sorry, girl. But we loved you. We loved your absolutely yes, loved your you character. Yes, you were awesome. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, who was your favorite? Who was my favorite? I had, I don't know if I have a favorite. Or the one you related to most, I um, think might be a better. It's like a toss-up between... Camille and Quinn, to be honest. Okay. Y'all yeah. are so much we alike. So much alike. It's crazy. <laughs> it was a toss up between Camille and Quinn for sure for me. Um I get I forgot. I don't think we did your why. So let's do your why do you relate most to oh, them? Oh yeah, that's a good question. Then, okay. Um, so I'm a hopeless romantic like Quinn. Mm-hmm. And then Camille, uh, you know what? I, sh- She's kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, like when we talked about our personalities and we mm-hmm. did that person, we were like turbulent, whatever. 
that's how I felt like Camille, Camille. was, mm-hmm. and so I could relate to that also. I got gotcha. you. What about you? Quinn, for me, same. Mm-hmm. I'm a hopeless romantic. Um, I think she was just looking for the love that she right. felt like she deserved and needed. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely feel her on that level. Camille, I feel like... Um, it's so funny, same thing. <laughs> she was kind of all over the place, and I right. feel like there's a lot of times I'm all over the place, and I think her uncertainty for mm. love is what drew me to her because I've <laughs> struggled with that. Right, for sure. <laughs> the uncertainty, the whole, like, you know, feeling, having feelings here, having feelings there, mm-hmm. like, you know. Which yeah, And then so trying I've to fill there. certain voids mm-hmm. by being with other people. Mm-hmm. and Camille Yeah, you just don't know. What yeah. <laughs> she definitely, Camille. she definitely did that. Um, what about you? My, and I said this in episode one, I got my little notes pulled up here. So in episode <laughs> one, I said, Ty is my spirit animal. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Ty was my, she okay. was my favorite. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we might do some things. Well, you know. <laughs> Maybe I'll tell Zay to watch the show, right. see if I can broaden his mind. Um, <laughs> broaden his horizons. Yeah, exactly. um, I, I put it in business because that was episode one. She was mm-hmm. really, you know, right. talking about her business and how she was handling people their asses, basically. Yeah. But as the show went on, I'm like, I really do like Ty. She be doing some effed up stuff. Yeah. Like, right. she, she's really like... I'm just going to do this. Mm-hmm. And, like, even if she kind of feels she knows what the consequences are going to be, she's like, I'm just going to deal with what they right. are. Right. So, Ty was my favorite. I will say my least favorite character uh, probably was Angie. I knew you was going to say that. I wasn't a fan for a couple of reasons, and it's more kind of more about reality than the actual show. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like she's the only what I would consider, like, a standard body type situation mm-hmm. and she was bigger than the other girls and I don't like the way they dressed her. I don't yeah. like that she had to be like bummy. You know what I mean? I don't I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. all these women are together and then the the oddball out and the way that she looks is also the oddball out in career wise. Yeah. I didn't like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and I didn't like her sing songy voice. Now she was funny. <laughs> sing songy. But she was real <laughs> Yeah. And I that was annoying. Yeah. Did you have a least favorite <laughs> I mean, it it's probably going to be Angie because you want to sleep with Ty and you relate to Quinn and Camille. Right. But yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know, I kind of liked Angie. So who's your least Because favorite? she was so outspoken, especially mm-hmm. in that one scene at the theater. Yeah. yeah. That's my favorite scene. Right. Like I felt her that. on that. Yeah, I did too. So, I don't know if it was Angie. I would probably say I have a love hate with Camille. Like I liked her, but then I didn't mm-hmm. like her yeah. too yeah. at the same time. Oh, that's Definitely. so me. Yeah, but that that's me. I struggled. I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. although I, she, I related her. to her, <laughs> right? She was one of my least favorite characters, mm-hmm. but Angie for sure was my least favorite character. Why? For the, for the same reason, Michelle really? said I did not. I didn't like. First off, I felt like, and while we all are all over the place at times, I just felt like she they. Her character was too like unrealistic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't like the. I didn't. I definitely did not like the way they. She tried to be Jamaican uh, nanny. <laughs> that shit was funny. Hilarious. I'm all mad at that. Get your coin, but get it by any means but necessary. Why? <laughs> right. I just. I didn't. Li- I definitely didn't like. I loved her outspokenness. A hundred percent loved that. But I felt like. I felt like I just didn't. I didn't care for the character. 
I didn't yeah. care. She was funny. She brought life into a lot of stuff, but she would be my least favorite. Still loved her. Mm-hmm. Still loved. Yeah. I think the dynamics of all of them was amazing. But she would have been my least favorite character. Right. Yeah. Um, she, she was almost like a filler. She wasn't really like. But yeah, I think it would definitely be missing like with without her. And I do think right. her like desire but their to follow. approach was wrong. Yeah, I, think. I do. Yeah, I do the think approach that. was wrong. And I think there a lot of shows like that have like mm-hmm. a, a free spirit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I think her desire to follow her dreams no matter what is like so admirable. A lot of women yeah, do not sure. do that. Yeah. So um but then they kind of contradict it when they have it all mess like blow up at the end because she said something ab- about somebody's movie. Remember? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they didn't end up doing the play or something. Ah, I forgot about that. You did. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> she went off. She went off. You hear me? So it was like you really. She was powerful in her role, but then also they had her come back and do. Yeah. You know, I love the power. Be the nasty. I love all you know of that. I saying? just didn't like how. <laughs> so for me, it's it's a little weird because we already get called all of these things being black, let alone a black woman, right? Mm-hmm. So I felt like they they it, the alluded the alluding to her not being able to control herself in certain environments mm-hmm. and stuff right. is what I didn't care for right. too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and it is some of us out there. I'm not saying it's not, but I'm like, uh, like we hear it so much enough to the point where I don't want to see it on TV. It's already in media or wherever else, you know what I mean? And we can't, we're upset or angry or can't control ourselves, unprofessional and this, that, and the third. So that's, it's that's where, I, that's where, yeah, that's where the contradiction was. Because mm-hmm. first she was empowered to follow her dreams and then she had so much attitude she couldn't really follow through. <laughs> 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 Um, I don't know what this is referring to, y'all. We read notes, and we went over this a while ago because, you know, we've been on hiatus. But one of the <laughs> things that we want to talk about is women worrying about the consequences of owning our power. I mm. think that was definitely a reoccurring theme in the show, whether we were talking about relationships mm-hmm. or, oh, you know what? I know this was talking, I think it was talking about in relationship to mm-hmm. Ty telling the guy who was trying to buy the company, like, you got me fucked up. Right. How dare you offer me this little bit of money? I have what you want. Right. And so, so many women don't do that in business or in relationships. Like, we see Camille Mm -hmm. (laughs) going, you know, back and forth and not owning her decisions, her power. Mm -hmm. Um, Quinn kind of always kind of sheltering or shuddering when she gets around her mom. Now, Mm -hmm. let's talk about... Whitley in this accent. I don't like it. <laughs> don't call her Whitley. <laughs> I don't like it. It, does, oh. it just does not seem natural. Her character, very natural. Oh, yes. her character, yeah. for sure. Very, so her. very natural. And then uh, Grace, sorry, Quinn on the show is Caribbean in real life. And so yeah, I'm wondering is. if that's why, probably, you know, when she doesn't have the accent, but she can do it. You know, yeah, when you're raised right. in that environment, you can for sure. on and off. <laughs> on and off. Um, so I wonder if they drew from her her real life. But are there times in your life, or if you can think of a time in your life, where you were afraid to own your power? Do you think it was the right decision? Do you regret it? Do you think you would have handled it differently? Work, personal, or in general? Like, do you think in general you kind of own your power? I think for the most part, you try to the Mm -hmm. best of your ability. But Mm -hmm. I think there's always certain times where you don't have capacity to or you feel like you don't have capacity Mm -hmm. to because 
<clears throat> we live in this whole it's a man's world type mm-hmm. situation. And in that regard, it's t- to a degree, I believe in some of that. But at the same time, I feel like like we we as women bring so much to the table. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like so much to the table. Even if even if it was just as simple as them saying we were created to be just home, taking care of the family. That's enough in a nutshell. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like truth be told, lot. holding down the fort and this, that, and the third. So when you when you have capability of doing that, and then you're out there trying to build a career for yourself, and you know what I mean, it's it's hard. It's not always the easiest thing to to deal with as a woman, especially a woman with a family. You know right. what I'm saying? So I wanted to read something that I had found in regard mm. to. Um, the question, why do, mm-hmm. why do we as women worry about the consequences of owning our own power? It says, um, us women continue to encounter old stereotypes and mindsets that limit our opportunities because of the rooted views about gender roles and responsibilities and expectations about what women should and should not do. And then add in the fact that we're undervalued in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So we continue to push and try to break barriers, but then we are often faced with negative assumptions and biases about our priorities, work ethic, and abilities. Mm-hmm. So in return, it causes us to second-guess our decision-making, mm-hmm. so we struggle We struggle with taking control of our power. Right. While the strong black woman insignia charades as a compliment, it really pardons the rest of the world of their responsibility to view the black woman as vulnerable, able to experience pain, capable of weakness, worthy of support, and unconditionally lovable. Until the black woman is allowed to reject this demand for strength, she'll never truly experience her own humanity. Mm. Oh, that's, that's good. That was, that was a real... Hmm. Well said. The post that. I I thought about it. I said I wanted to wait into this, but I thought that was so strong and powerful because it... It's 100% true, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I I felt that in every word that was written. (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. That's really a good good thought. I think in general, I think that sums up kind of my thoughts. Yeah. um, About that. You know what I mean? Like it's... It's also scary. You know what I mean? It like is. it's 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 scary when you are tasked with being strong and having it together. Right. You always are thinking about the consequences always. of your actions yeah. and not even necessarily for yourself, sometimes for other people. Other people. Um and so I guess there is something to be said about kind of shedding shedding that sh- that strength. That's a whole we're, yeah. we're actually going to have a a topic about that and connect it to motherhood too because mm-hmm. I think a lot of that is very much so generational. Of course. Yes. You know what I mean? And so we're growing up in a different time. We're growing up in a, in a different we want different for our children and um one thing I always talk to my mom about I'm always like I'm not I'm not raising Naomi as a strong black woman. Mm-hmm. I refuse. Like I want her to know that she can she can cry. You cannot can do it. You can be Now yes. I'm going to be Truthfully honest, I think I've gone too far because <laughs> if you ever meet my daughter, she a lot and she will tell I can't do I'm just a little girl. <laughs> it's gonna make me too tired. But um and she's a super crybaby, but we're working on I'm working on, you know, the balance because yeah. you know, there is something to be said about not being you not admitting to not being strong, allowing other people to see you not being strong mm-hmm. is powerful. It right. Is. It is so right. powerful and so 
that quote is a good one. We definitely are going to post that one and hope to get you guys' thoughts. So in that same realm of being powerful and owning your power and owning the decisions you make, one of the decisions Camille made early on in the episode was to sleep with a former student. Mm-hmm. She owned her power. He he got out of her class because he wanted to sleep with her. He, you're not my professor anymore. What's up? Professor Camille. What's up? What's up? Put I want to babble. Your Literally, phone. what's up? What's what up? it do, baby boo? <laughs> so she said she was going to follow her Masuo sisters and call the young man <laughs> over to her house. And she did. She did she that. Did. And then she was starting to second guess herself. And he opened up his shirt to reveal a nice chiseled a nice body. Silhouette. And she immediately <laughs> nice changed her mind and said, right. come on in the room. It's okay. Welcome. I wish that still what? got me. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, that don't get me no more. Uh, no, I can't, don't get, so she, you know, threw him on the bed and she mm-hmm. was going to proceed to, you know, handle her Giving business. him the business. And mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. tossed his legs I got it up, right here in my head. Tossed his legs back. He did. And was preparing his butt <laughs> for be, her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> he was ready to get that he thing. ready. Chomped on. You hear me? It was a whole meal. <laughs> okay. In his mind. You got a meal what right here. Say, he wanted you to lick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> the confusion, the disgust. What would you do, Danielle? I, that happened to me once. I was, oh, what? Story time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he was point two. This Puerto Rican man. Mm. And he, oh, man, he I did that. I told him to leave. He had to go home. Yeah. I was scared. I was like, oh my Not god. I was scared. <laughs> I've never had that happen before. Yeah, I mean, I guess the first. I mean, I haven't had that. The way he did it was like, was it like, oh like, like a boy? Was it like a boy on the show? Yeah, it's like, oh my like, god, you know? he does this. He does it. Like, who you open up your ass for? Like, I can't. He said, I like, I like the feeling. <laughs> now, mm-hmm. if you want to do that to me, that's different. But if you <laughs> do it. <laughs> That is different. That's totally (laughs) different. First of all, (laughs) (laughs) the fact that somebody just Mm, thought, mm, mm. you know what I mean? I'm coming over and we're about to have this. Right. On the first time. Like, you have to ease into it. Even if it's a one night stand, (laughs) like, the fact that you throwing your legs back, like, I can't. I would, I mean, I would have did the same thing. You got to go. You got to go. You got to put your damn legs down, first of all. I know. He was right. Are you trying to scooch back on the on the bed a certain way? Because I know you ain't got them damn things lifted for nothing. All the way up, like. He trying to scooch back. A different, he trying to work on his arm muscles. He trying to position the no, butt he up working further on so you got to go far. What was it about Camille? What was it about me that made you feel comfortable enough? I think... It could be a to situation. Legs up. Maybe they're thinking like this person may be very sexual. You know what I'm saying? Type situation. And if it's something that that person is used to, yeah, it's I not can see seem... it. It's not gonna seem odd. Me lit, cocking my legs back for you to leave between there. And he was also younger, so I also yeah. think that's something yeah. to be said. Is there? I mean, you tell me what y'all not young men doing? Apparently, they're days. throwing their because, legs behind uh, their ears. <laughs> I can't get with y'all. I can't. I'll stay up here in my hair. Okay, so it's a strong note on the men lifting their legs up. So we got another relationship question. In Hmm. the show, Ty is a real hit it and quit it type of person. She goes for a specific type of young lady. What was the type? It was real aloof, real... I'm here for the gram. I'm just here to look cute. I'm looking to get oh, taken right, care right, of. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. Then she had the little experience with 
another mass female. They mm-hmm. were in a little, and it didn't make her feel good because she was right. getting treated how she, she was treating them. other right. women. Right. And so it seemed like after that, she was trying to really get you know some understanding about why she was running through people. Right. And so she got with the reporter who happened to be white. Mm-hmm. White. Um, <laughs> and she was liking her. Uh-huh. She liked her. I was... Um, yeah, she liked her. <laughs> I was super surprised because even in the montage of all her dates, she was dating white girls. Um, I think I was more surprised about the choice to have her date a white woman when the story is centered around black women. Mm. And not because there's anything wrong with that. I think black people, black women, black queer women date women that are white or just outside of of their race. I just, um, again, more on the back end of things, it seems like when a show is about black people, they have to insert white people. And that just never, even, I don't know if you guys watched, you talked about it, you know, mirroring Insecure. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing they talked about in the documentary after the season finale was, like, the first episode, you saw her working with white people. Mm -hmm. And then as episodes went on, you really didn't see white people. Right. And it really didn't, to us, in my opinion, it didn't really strike anything. Mm -hmm. Because when I'm in a group of my friends and I'm in my community, Mm -hmm. I rarely see white people. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. It ain't nothing wrong with them, but it's just like we and when I'm moving day to day or when I'm going out with friends and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know, most of my friends are are black. So I didn't like the choice because of that reason. Right. Um, not because I thought it was so far fetched mm-hmm. or that it's any or I have an issue with inter interracial dating. Now, have you guys ever dated outside of I have not ever dated outside my race. Have you guys ever dated outside of your race? Uh, go, go, Dottie. <laughs> like, go. Um, I have. Um, I have. It was, I was young then. Not that that played a part, but I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I was young then. He was Puerto Rican, as a uh, matter yeah. of fact. Um, wasn't necessarily my jam. I'm just, I've always loved me a black man. Beautiful black Love man. Love me a black man. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> So, you know, that's that's my go-to. I love Mia. I love a black man and mm-hmm. everything that he stands for, even his crazy ways. <laughs> but um, I have, I, I tried. It was just, it was one time. It's not that I was ever really against it, mm-hmm. but, you know, everybody has preference and my preference has always been a black man. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What about you, Michelle? Mm-hmm. She, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she said, nah. What? Why you say it like that? Um, I just feel like, um, mm -mm. (laughs) I don't know. I guess Mm -mm. I feel, I don't think, oh, Jesus. (laughs) There's going to be a lot of editing right here. Because I'm trying to think of the right. Um, I would say some fine white men out there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just feel like. I don't feel like we get along. I don't feel like we like the same things. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't be able to relate to them. Yeah. I don't feel like I'll be able to relate. I wonder how it is with, you know, especially with black men dating white women. Like, they're never, in my opinion, I don't know if they'll ever be able to understand you the way, like, a black woman 
would mm-hmm. because we already don't really understand as a man, but then like as a black man, I feel like no because there's some things yeah. that are cultural, and exactly. I it, it'll be interesting and maybe we can have another topic yeah. and invite somebody on to know how they navigate through that because I'm right. sure there's certain things it's just like you're not gonna understand that right you know what I mean you just you don't understand what that means or how that makes me feel so exactly. it'll be interesting to know how you go through a relationship when your partner can't relate to you on something that's so close to you. I think you exactly. have to know how to handle and navigate that, though, because I have a, a friend. Uh-huh. She married a white guy. Mm-hmm. And um, they had, they had like, their disagreements and stuff, obviously, because mm-hmm. I think the, the problem is sometimes while we could understand, not necessarily understand, but get to a degree on why certain things is done mm-hmm. from like a white person standpoint. Right. But I don't I feel like it's so hard for them to understand our standpoint on certain things because like why we feel the way we feel and how, you know what I mean? I think it's so hard oh for them gosh. to relate. Yeah, it is. It's unfathomable. Right. They can't fathom it because the world is made to cater to them, Ex- oh and so my they God. can't exactly. even fathom some of the they things that go, we go right. through, exactly, or why that's things make us upset. It'd be like oh, little something, right? Like, oh, why she why are you like, even? But why you even care? What do you right. mean? Why do I care? Why? I go through the world wondering if people are judging me just because they laid their exactly. eyes on right. me. They don't understand that. Exactly. Why I don't even get on video at work? You know, a lot of times because I don't. at least not that first time. No, not ever. I mean, not ever, but it ain't because of the judgment. I just don't want you to see me. I just want you crazy. For me, for me, it is, though. Like, you know, I consider that because I do think you get treated different, even if it's subconsciously. Mm-hmm. They do treat you different sometimes. I'm not saying uh, everybody agree. does. I'm just saying that it automatically puts that in their head and, and they approach it, even if it's, in you know, they're nicer to you, whatever it is, yeah. but it just puts that idea in their head. So... I mean, it's kind of different for me because I come from a multicultural background. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom is black. My dad is Italian. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I embrace everything. And actually, some of my really good friends are white women. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, you know, I I feel like when I'm attracted to a man, you know, I want them to be able to relate to me. And even though my dad is Italian and he married my mom, who's a black woman, you can still see some of his biases. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sorry, Dad, but it's true. Okay. <laughs> sorry, <Dad. laughs> you know? We love you, Dad. We, we love you, but you just can't help it. That's how you were raised in New York City. Like, you just have these certain ideas. And just because you're attracted to black women doesn't mean that you don't have a prejudice against it them or have ideas agree. or stereotypes that's about them. And that's what I think is the difference between, like, really, you know, I had, I know this guy who dates only white women. He's a black man. He dates only, and I was like, why? And he was like, you know, she just, I was like, how did do you, can you relate to her? He was like, well, she tries to. I'm like, okay, but she will be able to. Yeah. yeah. And that, for me, would be a deal breaker. If I'm coming home and I got stopped by the police or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'm really upset about mm-hmm. it. You wouldn't be able to comprehend, mm-hmm. wrap your head around why I'm really upset or why we have to tell our children to be cognizant of their surroundings. That's yeah. definitely and that a, is a topic. Problem. That yeah. is a topic, especially like for me. When I hear someone say 
that they don't want to date, especially someone black, but be it female or male, say that they want they don't want to date yeah, a black. Yeah, I cannot stand that, that ignorance. Grosses me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's grosses ignorant. me completely out because obviously you have your own internal issues mm-hmm. for you to dislike who you are because that's who you are. Right. You know what I mean? I know my mom always says, "Your mama black." Okay, <laughs> 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 <Hey>, Shirley. <laughs> That is that's true. I feel like your preference should not be in contrast to my being. Of right. Course. That whole I only date white girls because black women do that. Your preference should not have anything to do with me as a black woman. Your right. preference is just your preference. Period. Right. And that should just stop. But exactly. if your preference comes with the caveat of because black women do this, yeah. right. that's the problem. For exactly. That's the problem for me, too. I do Which agree is most with of the time. And the word itch. to Miss Shirley, your mama black? <laughs> your mama black. <laughs> so, right. Or your daddy. One of, right. You know what I'm saying? But I do, I agree with what you said about Ty, though. I did, I did not like the fact. You want to interracially date, sure, it's your prerogative. Right. I'm an interracial child, so <laughs> I'm not saying you can't. You know what I mean? What I am saying, though, is... I didn't like that. I felt like they had to incorporate that into who she dated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like as if it. I just feel like I'm like you. She it makes it like you only gonna settle down with a white woman. That's exactly, how I took it. <laughs> exactly. And only a white like woman it. is worth me right, settling right. down. I didn't. I didn't like that. And I'm like, she has so many. She was proud talking about the black people and how she, Her she whole wants business to is based exactly. on that. And so, she did say like I can't believe like I'm trying to get serious with. And that's and that's why I didn't like I'm like it's it's a multitude of other black women out there but it's right. just my it's my two cents. Right. Okay, so Camille meets a guy on the panel. Camille in this panel. Camille is a mess. I don't know if you can gather that from what we've said so right. far. She's I what I would consider the main character. It seems like a lot of them are together eyebrows. because of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We now keep talking about her eyebrows. <laughs> um, get over there. They, they were, were bad. Just, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, background on Camille. Camille uh, has an ex. He comes back into town. She's like, oh, my God, he must be visiting. Turns out he's coming to stay. He's moving back to Harlem. Move back. Now, wait a minute. They he were supposed handsome. to leave together to, to go Paris. to Paris. So he could follow his mm-hmm. dream as, to go as to school to be a chef. Mm-hmm. Right. And she was going to hold off on her dreams about becoming a, a tenured professor at Columbia. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some more questions at the bottom, so we ain't going to spoil it for you just yet. But <laughs> as you can tell, it, it didn't work out. Right. She she stayed behind. <laughs> Um, but this was, you know, her love, and she dwelled on it, and she dwells on it in the show. But she goes on the panel, and she beats a guy. Panel guy. And um, they don't really hit it off. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they don't really hit it off. But later, they do hit it off, and they start dating, talking. And she mm-hmm. finds out she's had such a good time with him, and yes. he knows all the things she likes. And he's suggesting all these places that she loves to go because he Facebook stalked her. Right. He Facebook stalked he her did, and found out. He did out. his homework. He did his due diligence. <laughs> and she feels some type of way because she feels like the relationship has started off on a on a lie. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't organic. You kind right. of manufactured my like for you. Do you right. even really like these things? That was a good way of putting it. Um, mm-hmm. And so his thing is, well, I do like these things, but I also wanted to make sure you had a good time. And so I just wanted to do a little background. Right. Uh-huh. So she's really torn up about trying to decide yes whether she continues to date him because she feels like it started on a lie. Right. So two questions here. Do you feel like it was a lie and do you keep dating someone if they lie at the beginning? You answer it first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
I don't necessarily feel like it was a lie. I do feel like it is research. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like I Facebook stalk people I've talked to with no intention of using it for good. At all. <laughs> That's not why I'm stalking your Facebook. I'm out here trying to be nosy. And that's exactly why I don't have social media, okay? What you doing? I'm here for one reason and one reason only. What you doing? Who was the last hoe that left hard eyes on your picture? (laughs) Because I need to know. I just need to know. I need to know which direction Um, I'm going in. So the fact that he did, I almost want to say that is sweet, but also I do feel like how she could feel like it was a lie. Yeah. Like, you took me to, oh, my gosh, how do you know I like playing old video right. games? Like, that's something very specific. So now I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this is so great. He likes right. the same things. Yeah. I like when actuality, you might not. You just right. took me there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who I am now would probably, for that, I don't think it's a lie. But yeah. if someone told a lie that I did think was a lie, I probably would cut it off. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like. You're a liar. Like right. it's early on. Like I'm giddy early. about it. I don't. What are you lying about? What are you lying? We right. haven't even truly made it official. So right. what's the deal? Are you already lying? But and, I don't feel like and that. And lying was a lie. by omission is lying. Lying by, by omission is a lie. I just, just don't feel like I'm... that particular omission <laughs> <laughs> was a lie. I mean, she had never been to that place. It, right. Okay. So not only did I see what you like, but I found something. No. Right. See, Boom. she gonna stay. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna well, stay. That, for that reason, I probably would continue mm-hmm. to date him because he just found out what I liked and he went and did what he needed to do, you know, to make me continue. Whatever. Right. He found that place, the arcade. I don't know. <laughs> the arcade. <laughs> The, the arcade. <laughs> the arcade. Where, wherever they went. Right. Wherever it was. They went to the secret, arcade. Secret contraption. In the laundromat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I thought that was great. But I don't know. You know, I don't have social media for that reason, though. Like, I don't want anybody looking me up and trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can do it, but nobody else can do it to me. <laughs> That's how you set your stuff on private, like me. You put your stuff on private, and they won't be able to do all of that. See? You see how you be a private eye? Oh, honey, let me tell you something. When there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> exactly. My point exactly. My point exactly. And that there's is a right. Will, a, and that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb. <laughs> okay. No, I am a private investigator on my spare time. Okay. okay. Uh, what about Inspector you? You think it was a For real. Yeah, I am. <laughs> was it a lie? Would you say it? I told you. Somebody lies. I don't. <sighs> I wouldn't say it's a lie. I didn't feel like that that was a lie. I did feel like it was more research. It was intrusive, maybe. Yes. Intrusive, okay. sure. Lie, no. Because here's right. the thing. I'm okay with you wanting to know. And, and and what I also could admire is that even if it's not stuff that you liked, the fact that you're doing it because you know I like right. it. So that's why I could appreciate it that much more is that you know my things and you're willing to do the things whether you like them or not. That mm-hmm. is thoughtfulness. Yes, it's okay. completely thoughtfulness. <laughs> so I'm okay with what he did. I I don't have no issue with... I don't feel like he they started the relationship off a, as a lie. That's right. not how I feel. Mm-hmm. Now, if a lie was told, I got to go. Story right. time. <laughs> Story time. So I, I... We need a story time song. Right. Mm-hmm. We do need a theme song. Story time. Play it, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I dated this guy, or we... It wasn't it wasn't anything serious, or didn't get serious, because mm-hmm. I dated this guy. He was super nice, super sweet. We would go out, hang out. Um, he was very courting. Y- y'all know I love a, a, yes. a good courtship. 
<laughs> that is my jam, okay? But um, he did very well. However, he he stated to me that he had uh he had a child, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, well, I had you know I had kids, so okay. Mm-hmm. But later on, I don't know how it happened, but a conversation came about of him dealing with another woman. Um, not that they were together, okay. but that they had had an argument and like everything was kind of coming out. And I'm like, okay, well, what is it about? He was like, well, I didn't tell you I had an- another child. Like he, so he had two instead of one. He told me he only had mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I couldn't remember if he had a girl and a boy. I couldn't mm-hmm. remember if he lied about the girl. He lied about the boy. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. But once he said that to me, I was no good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because... His reasoning behind telling me was that uh, the mother wouldn't let him see the child and Mm. just all this, that, and the third. And my response to him was, regardless of the mother lets you see the child, you still still have two children out there. Like, if you're... And that reminds me of somebody we all know out here in these streets. Not yes, in you see these kids don't mean they don't mean they're not sure. And that's that's when that moment came, I was like, that it's a no for it's a red strong flag. no for right. me. Right. Red flag. Red flag. <laughs> I'm like, if you if you are going to deny your child, rather it was intentionally or unintentionally, right. I couldn't I couldn't get down with it. So I was mm-hmm. like, all right, well, it was nice knowing you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> right. You're such a free I appreciate it. all I the things you nice, but, but I got to go. I got exactly. to go. I so got there you go. To go. Okay, that was good. So we're going to dig into (laughs) Angie a little bit. So Angie is an aspiring singer, and people are pushing her to, you know, you say you're not working because you want to follow your dreams. You got to get out there and make something happen. So she stumbles across the Broadway version of (laughs) Get Out. (laughs) Hilarious. She gets cast as somebody in the background, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets cast as somebody in um, the background, and this is during the the winter at this point. We're in the the winter, and her and one of her castmates are talking about um, cuffing season. Mm -hmm. You know, it's big winter, it's big boy season, okay? My favorite season. season. Um, (laughs) And how all the big men were taking. They was like, damn, it's wintertime, what we gonna do? Right. And so by looking at the guy, how he talks, sorry, can we keep hitting these mics? Um, you can tell that he likes guys. I I thought 100%. he was gay. Me too. Me too. And so they basically uh, yeah. was like, you know what? We can't find no 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 big niggas out here. Right. We should just cuff each other right. for the winner. And she looks at him funny at first, right? And then right. she's like, wait, what? And he was, you know, I right. like guys and, and girls. And girls. I, can, I can do it either way. <laughs> um, and so she agrees and they begin a, uh, seems like for the most part, a strictly sexual yeah, relationship. Right. Yeah, right. Um, so the question here is, would you date a man knowing he was bisexual? Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with Naughty. <laughs> Nadia? No. But. (laughs) No, I wouldn't. I mean, not not willingly. Definitely not willingly. Like, if we had a conversation and you're like. Like, you knew. Yeah, if I I knew that that's something you did, no. If I started dating you and I found that that's something that you were into, the answer is still no. But I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, it's just, it's not my cup of tea, um. Oh, you I know took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I know it's plenty. Uh, honestly, plenty of women that that will do it. I, yeah. You know, and I don't. Nothing against nothing against them. A hundred percent. 
Because, I mean, they they go both ways, too, majority yeah. of the time. You know what I mean? Like, I, it almost seemed like Angie would go where the wind blows. But, I mean, she didn't. But she, it almost possible. seemed it's possible. <laughs> she might come in season two doing ne- dabbling. You never, you never know. Never know. <laughs> but um, it's a strong no for me. I, we not judging. No, not judging. Let's, let no. your no be your no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you want to add any more commentary to your note? <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, Danielle doesn't want to add commentary. It would also be a no for me. It would also be a no for me. And um, I actually have thought about this before because True Life, I remember True Life on MTV. Yes. There was a True Life, I'm bisexual on MTV, and it was a black guy. And he, going back to black and white, but um, he, he said he was dating a black girl and he went on and told her or whatever and she was like eh. um and this was on uh married at first sight won't it was it that the, there was a black couple and the guy know. was like uh told her you know that he was bisexual and she was like this is a lie and he went off of her and basically like this is why i don't date black women oh, <laughs> it was see. a lot um but I would not date somebody bisexual because probably my own just like insecurities, but I would always feel like I couldn't give, give you, you what you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you like both, and I guess it, I'm thinking more in like a sexual term. I'm, of I'm course. certain, of course. Like if you like me, you like me. Just like you can cheat on me with a girl, you can cheat on me with, with a man. Like if you're gonna cheat, you're gonna cheat. Like right. the body part is really not important. But I'm talking about for for me, this is how. I, I feel, feel about it. <laughs> I would feel like if you did cheat on me, it would be because I couldn't satisfy you. And if I'm always right. thinking about am I satisfying you in the way that you desire at the right. moment, right. I feel like I really couldn't dig deep. Now, because you can't be, compete with another I man. Can't, I do not have a penis. Now, I could buy one, but I probably don't even know how to stroke right. I've never done it. Rather, if I could, I, mean, I think I'd be I pretty good one. at it. But I'm I just mean, saying, I think but I, I don't know. I never tried it. You don't know. Stroke game, you done been with some dudes who stroke game won't up to par. And they've been That's doing true. it all their life. Like, it's been on them all their life. Attack. So it's now attached. I can just randomly now got I gotta to attach. put it on like panties. And or however it is. <laughs> I gotta put my dick on like panties, and I don't know. I don't know. I feel like my stroke game I might be, like, be whack. Are you gonna work with me? Are, are you, you gonna you work gonna with me, me through the stroke game? Are you gonna teach Even me how if to? So let me tell you, you something. If you turn over on me, I'm I'm done. I'm not at that exactly. <laughs> if I if I have to put on, you know, put on the strong like I'm putting on panties, and then. You tooting it up for me? I'm going to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a little... I wouldn't be able to do it. It's just weird. me. Like, I would, uh-uh. I couldn't do it. And like you say, it's more... I don't want you dabbling in it. And that's first no. and foremost. But then the fact that I wouldn't feel like I can satisfy you. Because yeah, I don't, don't want to strap on. That's just... Right. It's, I just don't yeah. want to do it. I mean, people I do it all the time. that there isn't a woman that compares to me. To me. A woman, right. But, but I can't... A man, I can't... I can't I don't. I don't yeah. feel like a man. Like what? I, it also depends. I, I wonder if if that is a question for someone who dates a bisexual man. Like if I if you're a woman and you date a bisexual, and we would love to hear this actually. Yes, so please. if you can comment on a, on if the you can comment uh, on the hair, right? <laughs> please feel free. But I would love to know if you're a woman, like dating a bisexual man. How does that make you feel? Do you feel like you can satisfy him? And more so because. Us as women, we don't feel like men. Right. Men. Or, you know what I mean? Like, what is it? You would have to know what your partner as the man likes about another man. Is it how he feels? Because if that's the case, I don't have muscles and stuff like mm-hmm. another man. Right. Is it how, right. you know what that's I mean? All point, of that plays a, plays a part. So, 
how would I know that you're going to be satisfied with me unless I know what attracts you right. to a man? You right. know what I mean? That's a really good point because yeah. that reminds me of this episode of something I was watching. And it was a homosexual male who has been in relationships with men his whole life, but then he's actually marrying a woman. And so is it the physical that's attract like attractive to you? What is it? Because it may not matter whether they're a man or a woman. So maybe I could satisfy you if I add to you whatever you are looking for, you yeah. know? And there's plenty so, of people like that. Like they're just like, oh, yeah. I'm attracted to this person because right. I'm attracted to them. Like right. it's not necessarily right. like I'm feeling a girl right now or right. tomorrow I'm gonna be feeling a man. It's, just it's like the person. I'm person. Di- yeah. Yeah. Have so, y'all ever seen Love and Hip Hop? Hate to kind of cut you off, but it's a, a one of the dudes, I can't remember which Love and Hip Hop it, it was. I think it was LA. Yes. I know he the talking block, about the one he he styled people. Mm-hmm. Um I think he started Mimi was one of his stylists mm-hmm. that he styled. I think that was the first light skin dude. He wasn't light skinned he had, uh, I don't know if it's dreads or twist or something. I can't think of his name. It's on the tip of my tongue. But he dates men. He was, like, completely dating me. I never heard of him dating a woman unless I missed something. But he did make a comment that he's ready to settle down and he wants to marry a woman. Mm-hmm. And he wants to have children. He wants a family. Right. So it's just, you know what I mean? I wonder, like, what clicks in your mind to say... I, if I've been gay all my life, why marry a woman to that have the so-called like children? Societal with? pressures, it, than exactly. a desire to marry right. a woman. Yeah, so I'm like, I, I'm gonna get his In that name, case. but but then there's also men who just really like the that person, mm-hmm. and she just happens to, to be, be a, a woman. woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. That's good. I can't wait till we get this whole yeah. episode about that because I want to hear somebody who's who does you know has yeah. is bisexual and been in a relationship right. or you know might be straight and been in. It's harder with women. I think women's uh, sexuality, no matter where they go, is more acceptable. I think so, too. You know what I mean, in general? So, um, it'll be interesting. Okay, we're going to stay on Angie for a little bit. Okay. Okay. So, (laughs) Angie's in Get Out, the musical. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's funny, so I'm going to keep saying it. Um, And, of course, it has a white woman in there. If you've seen Get Out, you know she takes the black guys back to her home. And, you know, they try to take them for all their worth. Sounds like America. It sounds like America. (laughs) And I can't, you know what, I can't exactly remember what the white girl said, but the white girl said something. Do you remember what she said? I'm trying to remember right now. She said something ghetto or something. Yeah, something was ghetto. And she asked her why she kept saying ghetto. That's what it was. And the white girl came. This is so ghetto. This is so, she did, she kept saying it. She jumped to say, are you calling me a racist? Mm -hmm. Yes. That's what happened. So it was tape on the floor. She tripped. So when she tripped on the tape on the floor, she was like, I can't deal with this ghetto production. Yes. So that's how it started. And then the director, um, you know, was trying to talk to her and she said something about ghetto again. So Angie then stepped in. And when she first heard Angie, you know, Angie, she was like, hold on, hold on. What happened? And then she said ghetto again. So Angie said, well, hold on. Why why you keep saying ghetto? So then the girl, of course, I hate to say this, but <clears throat> you know how white people do when they know they're in the wrong about something. Mm, the first yes. thing they want to do is play, uh, you know, be, oh, me, oh, my pumpkin pie. Right. So she basically was like, why are <laughs> you oh, calling me? <laughs> why are you uh, are you calling me racist? Mm-hmm. So right. that's how that conversation And started. then she starts. Did Angie go off? Did she say my best friends are black? I don't remember. Wait, I don't remember if she said. I think she said something about 
black and, and it kind of strike strike Angie. You know what I mean? Like the whole conversation was just geared to you not in the right about this. So when she stormed off. Yeah, she stormed she off. She did storm right. off. She stormed off. Angie tells her about herself and she storms off. So right. yeah. white fragility is what we're what we're we're talking about. So she storms off. The director basically ends up telling Angie she needs to apologize. So right. she comes yeah. back. Um, the black director. The black director tells mm-hmm. black male director tells the black woman yes. she needs to go apologize to to the, the white, the white woman. woman. Right. Um, so we're gonna talk about white fragility. Maybe any experiences you have with white fragility, how you feel about it, and why do black women always have to apologize? Let's talk about it. Let's That's probably a whole nother episode. I'm gonna try like, to keep that it short. Is a real that episode. Is white fragility okay. is the whole episode. I think um, I was so triggered by that oh, scene. Me too. I it just really pissed me off because mm-hmm. how dare you? Tell me I need to apologize to her without even acknowledging or saying, let's have a conversation right. about, about what she right. said. Like, she wasn't in the wrong. Like, she didn't say anything wrong. She right. didn't do anything wrong. Um, and me, so I'm asking you, why are you saying ghetto so much? And you immediately be like, are you calling me racist? Then you acknowledge the fact that your use of the word ghetto can be translated as racism. Exactly. And you said it anyway on a production with all Correct. black people. Come ma'am, on with what? it. Come on with it. <laughs> That's all Angie was saying, ma'am, what? And then you storm off like she's right. in the wrong for correcting you. That's just a side note in this. I don't understand. I don't know. Teach me is annoying because then somebody tries to teach you and you get offended. Exactly. And now I'm supposed to coddle you back to understanding so you can treat right. me like a basic human being. Right. Bitch, no. Nobby. Angie said, she said, can white. Can we have the applause, please? Right. Angie said, white girls gone white. <laughs> She said, she said, when when they go low, I go basement. Okay. That was my favorite thing that she said. <laughs> and then one thing that stuck out to me so profound, which is so true, she said, does anybody ask Jewish people to forgive the Nazis? No, mm-hmm. because the Nazis were fucking wrong-ass, vile-ass pieces of shit. Right. Yes, that was good. Right. Loved it because, honestly, it's the truth. Like, you're saying something. If you... You... White people know. Like, I, I don't care... Like, it's too much. Like, back in the day, sure, things was a little different. We got Google. We got all these social platforms. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like stuff is all over the place. So, you know, ghetto, you saying something is ghetto is going to come off to black people as wrong, you being white. Because it, right. it's, it's, it's like, it's almost like it's, we, we feel a sense of you trying to attack attack us to some sort of degree, right? Right, right. And you're not saying it in a... As if we're less than. Right. And you're you're not saying it in a good form. You yeah. know what I mean? You're trying to be offensive when you say it. You're Absolutely. trying to be hurtful when you say it. So when you say stuff like Ghetto that. Ghetto has a negative connotation exactly. attached to it. You're associated with something. You're saying that <laughs> tape on the floor making you trip is ghetto. Right. Just you're right. saying something bad. Something that's not well put together yes, is it's, black. It's ghetto. It, right. And, and that's what I don't like. And the fact that I, I hate it when he said you need to apologize. Because it's like, I felt like she, th- that was my favorite moment about Angie. Because it's like, cast somebody else for it. Yeah. Get somebody else who's going to be on the same page. See, because here's the thing. What you're trying to showcase is something. You have a, a majority black cast. Mm-hmm. You have, you know what I mean? They had, she had the white people in there, obviously, for the mm-hmm. por- portion mm-hmm. of the get out portion. But 
you have this platform we're trying to be on, they need to be on page on what it is that you're doing. You're the director. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the last thing you need to be doing is asking the black girl to apologize to this white girl mm-hmm. who was clearly in the wrong. She was right. in the wrong. Clearly in the wrong. But that's what happens all the time where black women have to consistently apologize and say sorry and... and Or just, dim our light because we yes. are so afraid of what somebody is going to say because they're phone. afraid ultimately yes, but like, they're right yeah right what about you danielle mm. any experiences about of white fragility or your thoughts on the whole i think i experience it every day in the workplace to be mm. honest you know especially on this team that i'm with now not the whole team but just like one person mm-hmm oh my God. <laughs> But when and I'm always trying to overcompensate for my lack of um you know how they make me feel inadequate, mm-hmm. this person. And I, I think it has to do with the fact that I'm a woman and then the fact that I am a woman of color. And they have this like elitist mentality just because of the color of their skin. Mm-hmm. And I just think that is so Wrong, making you feel less than to protect their superiority. Yes, I'm always cautious of what I say, what I bring to my manager. When a lot of things need to be brought to my manager, but I'm like, oh gosh, how is this going to look for me? Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, if there's a couple factors I consider, I don't want them to think that I am the crazy, you know, black girl. Mm -hmm. Like they did with Angie in that scene, like she was in the wrong. They made her. Why is it because I defend myself? Mm -hmm. That I have to be a crazy black woman, right. or I'm the bitch, or whatever, mm-hmm. because I am responding to you. See what you've done to me, right? Yeah. That's that's real. That's that whole scene in a nutshell. Like I, I'm responding to your racism, and now I have racism. to apologize for it. And it just triggered me because I have been around women who I thought were my friends who don't even know that they say stuff that could be offensive. Mm-hmm. You know. And then they expect you to be apologetic to you. What about how you hurt me by what you said? I feel like <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> my opinion is sometimes people know what they say, but because I hate the world is catered around white people, right? Yes. And we all know it. So because the world is so catered around white people, white it privilege. makes them feel like they're so free to say whatever with no consequences. Mm-hmm. Because they haven't had any consequences. But I think it goes back to the culture thing, too, when we were talking about interracial relationships. Mm -hmm. You're speaking on something because it doesn't seem like a big deal to you. Right. You don't know what that has, what I've been through. That You know what I'm saying? That it it means something to me. If you live in a bad, if a white person lives in a bad neighborhood, they don't say you live in the ghetto. At all. Right. They do, nobody says that. Nobody. And your house can be messy as hell, but. <laughs> they don't be trailer <laughs> park, everything. They won't They say will not ghetto. be ghetto. No. But a black person lives in a bad neighborhood. Right. That's they ghetto. They live in the ghetto. Because they know oh the narrative God. that they're trying to push to us. I mean, it, it reminded me of like how people, white people, and this is all not, not obviously not all white right, people, right, but right. we're not speaking of all. You know, white. they say things and they want to get away with it. Story time. So, <laughs> story time. <laughs> we were. I remember this is me and my best friend Radessa. So we were, we were in Briar Creek somewhere, mm-hmm. right? Um, and as a matter of fact, I was driving. Okay. And uh, this couple cut us off. A white guy was driving. White woman. They were together. You mm-hmm. know. 
And they cut us off. Like, literally, we almost crashed, and it would have been a bad crash, mm-hmm. right? And I, it, it, it was not intentional. Like, you can tell because the guy was very apologetic. Mm-hmm. The girl got out of the car, and she literally said, stupid niggers. <gasps> ER. Okay? Not the ER. ER. And she said it with, like, hate. Well, my best friend, a thug on the side, right? <laughs> so she gets out. We wasn't even going in the same place right. in the store. She gets out of the car. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> we going now. It is what it is. Yeah. So she gets out of the car. She said, hold on a second. She get out of the car, and she was like, I'm about to go take care of something. Now, keep in mind... <laughs> I'm Keep in mind, the building that I was looking in, the building was on to the right that the lady was going in. All windows, right? So all you see, that's all you saw. All you saw was her hand moving or her head going, like, who the fuck you talking, thought she was talking to, blah, 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 blah. She going off. You hear me? Mm-hmm. I was like, shit, they finna call police. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Right, so she comes out. She was like, nah, she wasn't finna say that. So the girl comes out the store. I'm calling the police. I'm calling of the police. Of course, yeah. Her, her husband or boyfriend, I couldn't tell if they were married or not, he comes and he says, wait a minute, what's going on? He didn't see what happened because he went to go park. Mm-hmm. Right. So he meets up by the time it was all said and done. And sh- and so he's like, "What what what's happening? What's going on? She's she's p- putting her finger all in my face. I'm, sh- I'm my scared. Friend, my friend did mush on the head. And she muffed the hell out of her. You hear me? She could have did everything. So the so she said, she put her hands on me. We're calling the police or whatever. So she, he asked what happened. She my, So, you know, Redessa said, she called us a nigger. Oh, he said, what? <laughs> he lost his mind on her. Oh, good for him. Yes, and she yes. was like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. So, so I mean, it lets you know, like, everybody that's together doesn't necessarily have the same thoughts and beliefs. Right, and, that you is know what very I'm saying? true. You could hide certain things about who you are from people, especially if you know the person you love is not acceptable yeah. to certain stuff. But he wasn't having it. So, needless to say, he did not, the police was not called. He apologized for her and everything. But the fact that she lied, but she said it thinking that she can get mm-hmm. get away with it. Because, mm-hmm. see, that wasn't her first time calling oh, somebody a nigger. absolutely not. A nigger. Yeah, that wasn't right, her first time right. saying it. Because she said it so freely and she was proud just to walk away with it. I bet after her ass got cursed out and she got that mush, she ain't used that ER no, no more. No, She might have said, nigger, and then thought twice <laughs> and it stopped. Never mind, never mind. <laughs> never mind. I remember well, what happened last time. And, it, and it's the subtle things, too. Like, um, like one time... <laughs> This is when I still live in, in L.A. And um, we were driving down the street. And my friend, who was my very good friend, she was also my boss at the time. We were driving down the street. And all of a sudden, there's this group of black boys walking. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, my God, this neighborhood has gone to shit. I was like, what? Right. Why? Why? Because of the group of black, black boys mm-hmm. walking down the street. I couldn't believe my friend. Yeah, you never know. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm like, I know some of it is unconscious, but it's also still unacceptable. Like, so unacceptable. You, I'd rather you call me a nigger <laughs> than to say something like that. Like Because you don't you think there's nothing not wrong right. with you. You know saying the N-word is wrong. Right. Everybody knows right. it. Hard stop, period. We not exactly. even discussing it. But it's these little things it's that you, the these microaggressions thing. that right. you feel like are not yes. wrong. And they definitely, and then you're somebody's boss. So you're now, somebody's 
boss. You were my friend. I, You know, whatever. And that's what I'm saying. You get that stuff a lot. You get mm-hmm. it at work a lot. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden at work, this particular guy on my team, he always asking me to repeat myself. Um, I need to wrap my head around things. If you listen to him talk to anybody else, that he doesn't talk to anybody else like that. Mm-hmm. And to where other people have come to me and said, I noticed the way you're being talked to on the calls. Mm, see, now, we're going to tell me so, this one. You know right. what I'm saying? Offline. Right. 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 But I'm just saying, it's that subtle, mm-hmm. you know, microaggressions. That's the one that really gets to yeah. me. Yeah, I think that's the most mm-hmm. dangerous one, too. The dangerous one, yeah. yeah. Not overt. Okay, so we we dealt with Angie. I'm now we're going to talk about, about that. Mm. Yeah, that's going to be another yeah. episode. White <laughs> fragility <laughs> is definitely going to be an episode, and maybe we can have um, a white guest to to. Tell us what they I think. I would like two of them, as a matter of fact, just to hear the two different... <laughs> Except they might not be all that different. <laughs> no, they might not be, but I'd love to hear if they are. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. Um. So we're going to talk about Quinn. So yes, on the show, Quinn is is a is a trust fund baby. Her parents mm-hmm. have um a lot of money, and Quinn has the freedom to kind of dibble mm-hmm. and, and dabble. However, uh, she's a fashion designer with her own store that mm-hmm. her parents helped her get off the ground. Um, her mother is very disapproving of her career choice. She feels like it's not going to make you any money. You're not going to go nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is a bad choice. But she still funds it. She right. does still fund right. it, even though she does not um, agree, with agree with it. And she's mm-hmm. very open about not agreeing with it. Now, you got to go watch the show because we don't have time to talk about Quinn and her possible um, female love interest and her stripper oh, yeah, boyfriend with a baby. Quinn do a that's lot. A lot. <laughs> Quinn do a lot. all over the place, too. That's how she, I... That's how she I... does. Quinn does a... Quinn do a lot. Um, <laughs> now, Quinn tells her friends they are out to eat and she's trying to you know talk about oh my gosh you her know pain. this yes. is what I'm doing this is what I'm going through this shit sucks basically and they all like girl your problem ain't real problem right. right and so one thing I put in my notes was that I was proud of Quinn for speaking up to her friends for her pain a lot of times we are comfortable and we know when somebody maybe even in our relationships we might speak up for that but when it comes to our friends or maybe our family sometimes as black women we just Keep we just yeah. yeah. I ain't gonna say nothing because they're my friends. I know right. they 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 love me. I know they mm-hmm. care about me. Right. But there's something to be said about letting your friends know they hurt your feelings. 100%. Yes. You should definitely let your friends know they hurt your feelings. Do you feel like you feel comfortable letting your friends or family know when they not make you mad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they hurt your feelings. Yeah. I mean, I've said something a couple of times. Like if something. <laughs> <laughs> We all know I'm very vocal, and I'll start off with, most of the time I talk, I start off with, this is me being transparent. Mm -hmm. And that's just to let you know what's on my heart. No, you know what I Mm -hmm. mean? No disrespect, or I'm not wanting it to go into argument territory. I'm not saying anything to make you upset, even though I'm telling you how I may be upset. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because sometimes... One thing that I learned is that everybody is not going to accept how you feel. Right. And sometimes when you tell someone that they hurt you, their response is shit. You know what I mean? Because a lot of the times people don't accept when you tell them like, hey, Michelle, you you really hurt my feelings the other day. Mm If you could accept it, you'll figure out. It'll be an actual conversation, mm-hmm. right? But if you have trouble with it, you're going to be like, girl, I didn't hurt your feelings. I yeah. wasn't even saying anything. And, right. and then it can turn into an argument versus <clears throat> us hearing each other. I've said it to 
my family before. Mm-hmm. Um, my family has come to me and let me know when I have hurt them, and I have apologized for things that I have done. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because at the end of the day, I want you to feel comfortable and know that I'm going to make mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not perfect. So if I'm not perfect, you got to tell me when I'm wrong. I yeah. may not know I'm wrong, and I'm okay with you telling me. Excuse me, I've been drinking, y'all. I may be. I've been drinking. Every time you come in on that part. But no, I, I, I like to tell people how I feel because I feel like that that makes us have a better connection at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I like to hear how you feel mm-hmm. so that I could like correct myself because if I done did something that's hurtful to you and I don't know it's hurtful to you, the reality is I'm probably going to do it again because I don't, I don't know. know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think it's so important and so powerful for people to speak up, especially mm-hmm. like I'm not into having like surface relationships with people. Right. Y'all know me in my... um. 16 personalities. <laughs> Go take it if you have it. Um, but in that, it, it tells you how, like, relationships matter to me. And mm-hmm. relationships being with family, friends, like, intimate, they really matter to me. So I feel like the only way to get deeper with people is communication. Mm-hmm. Y'all know I love saying about communicating. Yeah, so if something right. hurts me, I want to tell you I'm hurt without feeling like I'm going to be attacked to tell you that right. I'm hurt. You know what I mean? Right. And yeah. I want you to just be able to swallow it and, and digest it. And I always tell people, I don't look for an answer right then, right? Right. Yeah. I don't need you to respond. Right. I'm not telling you to respond. Right. I'm telling you because I need you I to need know you how to I know. feel. Mm-hmm. If you want to circle back and us have a conversation with it later, great. If right. not, fine. And I, again, I do it to anybody because I feel like it is important. Yeah. So, yeah. I loved Quinn for that as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah, I, I should like that. Do you have trouble telling your friends when they hurt your feelings? Well, let me ask my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would say first, not everyone is deserving of your vulnerability, Mm -hmm. okay? That is key. But my good friends, what I loved about Quinn in this um, particular episode, she was like, you know, I've been here for you guys through thick and thin. Sometimes I need a little support. Mm -hmm. And, And I can totally relate to that. You know, my mom is always thinking, you know, I don't really check on you because you got it together. Mm-hmm. You know, you you have everything going on. Like, I don't really need to check on you. I'm like, actually, mom, you do. You do. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it's a lot. You know, I, I hold go it together. But I hold it together, yeah. right? But I need you to check in on me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Kind yeah. of be like, how are you doing today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the same with my friends. And because I love to be supportive of my friends, it's a natural thing for me to exactly. be like that. But then also. Am I vocal about it? I don't think I'm very vocal about it. Mm -hmm. I usually tend to just go to N-word when um, I'm really going through it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That hiatus you be talking about, that's me (laughs) all the way. But I do think I need to work on that because, you know, it can build up and, and, you know, manifest in different ways. So I agree. I need to work on it. I think um, I'm definitely not good at. Um, yeah, telling my friends they hurt my feelings. Yeah, um, a couple of reasons. One, um, I usually have. I'm like, let me go think about it. You know, mm-hmm. especially like in this situation mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, I get what y'all saying. Y'all problems might be bigger to you, but that doesn't mean my problems are insignificant. Right. Um, but in that moment, I probably would've been thinking like, you know what? Mm-hmm. You right. Your ex husband about to steal all your money. <laughs> right. You know? That's a right. big deal. The right. fact that, you know, my mom doesn't believe me or whatever right. was that exactly going on at that point really ain't that big of a deal. Right. Um, 
I also have trouble with, like, not wanting to address stuff in the moment because my mouth is not where it mm-hmm. should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then if I wait, I'm like, well, I, now I don't want to bring it up. Right. But it's so, safe. I, I feel like that's you. safe because I, I, I'm not going to lie, I do the same thing. But I circle back. Yeah, I really. I, my friendships, I won't circle back. My relationships, I will. But that's probably because I see you every day. That's mm-hmm. the only reason why. <laughs> That's the only reason why you you wouldn't circle back, (laughs) which is probably what you should do is start circling back to Mm -hmm. saying, you know, because at the end of the day, if if we are so close, we want to be, we want to feel comfortable around each other. You know what I mean? We want to still feel that same friendship. We should be able to be like that and honest with each other and still be friends. Definitely. You know, if we have the types of friendships that, you know, we feel we have. I agree. I'm going to do better. Okay, good. I'm going to circle back. Um, Okay, (laughs) we've been talking about Camille and her eyebrows. Um, (laughs) I can't get over them. I'm sorry. They were a distraction for me. (laughs) Not focusing on the brows. She said they were a distraction for me. They were Um, off, though. I don't know who did that. Her always look like that. Do they? Well, I don't... Yeah, she has really thin eyebrows. Have you not seen... She has to, no, they the way they well, color them in that, and but everything. they can't help it. Listen, find <laughs> they, a way. I'm, Listen, I mean, they work with what they got. My trainer used to tell me when I used to see a personal trainer, I don't care how intense it was. Shout out to Jeremy. I don't care how intense it was. He used to always say, find a way. I used to be like, I can't do another one. Find, find a way. way. You better find a way. Her eyebrows. Maybe season two. Maybe maybe season maybe enough maybe. backlash came. Am I the only one? I hope the comments out there. Nobody Girl, will fuck her eyebrows. Her eyebrows always look like Damn, that. I was there with you. They looked worse I on the show. I'm I telling you. I swear. Anyway, <laughs> and I'm a superficial bad. person like that. So if I notice, it's a problem. I noticed that. She we off Camille's eyebrows. Camille <laughs> is the main character, we? really. Yeah, we're not gonna keep talking about her eyebrows. They were bad. Um, most of her stuff. I mean, she had some work stuff, but a lot of her stuff was centered around her relationship with Ian. Mm-hmm. Um, that's who she sent to Paris, and she stayed um, back at home. And as the show goes on, you realize she stayed back at home because of a conversation with her boss, mm-hmm. where her boss is like, "You don't give up what you want for a man." And look now. To the boss's minor defense, there was some stuff going on in the background. He didn't realize that he needed to renew his passport, Mm -hmm. and he didn't have the money to pay for it. So she Mm -hmm. had to pay for it, in her words, again. Right. Um, And so she she made the decision that you need to go follow your dreams. I would never hold you back. However, I'm going to stay here and follow mine. So before we talk about why Camille's decision might have been the right or the wrong one based on the fact that she's really all about why I ain't married and my man and he's getting me. Oh, by the way, the guy came back with a fiance. Right. A whole one. A whole a fiance. Whole fiance. Um, and so before we talk about what we find out happened mm-hmm. and why he didn't have money, mm-hmm. um, do you think based on the information that she had at the time okay. that Camille's <laughs> decision to stay and send him on his way was a rash decision, or was she truly doing what was best for her at that moment? Daniel, what do you I'm going to say a rash decision. Okay. Like, I just feel like, you know, there's, you know, they've been together for a long time. Like, I know there's some things that would have kind of turned me off in that moment. Mm-hmm. Sure. But this is a relationship. This is a man that I saw myself with, being with my husband, the father of my children, clearly, or else I would not be going, you know, to France with him mm-hmm, to pursue right. his career and to give it up because he forgot to renew his passport. 
Well, I don't think that's why she gave it up. But I'm saying that was that was the trigger. That was the trigger, and then thinking, you know, that kind of made, you know, her start thinking about her career, and mm-hmm. you know, I just think that goes back to the strong woman complex mm-hmm. that we have. Like, I just feel like she wasn't allowing herself to pursue a relationship that clearly um, she, she wanted. wanted. What do you think, Nadia? I definitely think it was rash. Um, even before finishing the season, I felt like it was rash, like when it, you know, when everything was happening. Mm-hmm. And more so because, see, <laughs> here's where I'm about to chime in. <laughs> I'm like, do we got a story? Hold on, let me have a <laughs> I just feel like, you know, sometimes we pour so much into other people's opinions about Ooh, our girl, life. Preach. Yes. That it forces us. To make a, a decision that we never intended that's to make. That's right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think that's exactly what happened. Like, I think the passport set her off to a degree right. because it was bothersome. But I think what more bothered her is the conversation she had with boss. her her boss. Right. right. And at the end of the day, like, I always tell people, I, I could listen to you. I don't mind someone telling me about Nadia, I feel like... This may be going on in your life. I, I welcome all of those conversations, right? But at the end of the day, I'm not going to change something that... I'm going to do what I want. I, exactly. Mm-hmm. What I feel like is best for me mm-hmm. in that moment. And I feel like had she not had that conversation with her boss, or if she wasn't so... What's the word that I'm looking for? Impressionable to mm-hmm. a degree. I felt like she was her character was too impressionable, so she allowed what her boss said go in her head oh so much instead of her you chose to leave so you did it because you were in love because you were you know what I mean right it didn't necessarily mean putting your dreams on hold to that degree you know what I mean you could have went out there and did additional work and you know what I'm saying so many steps that she could have made in Paris with him it's not like she would have just been sitting there twiddling her thumb she had things that she could have did to be accomplished as well Right. right So I feel like it was completely rash, and I feel like that's where... I feel like opinions matter to a degree when people tell their opinions about your life. It Mm -hmm. matters to a degree, and you got to also know where they're coming from. You know what I mean? Like, know who the source is. I don't think that her boss wanted anything bad for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For sure. But she but, also was in the great place herself. And that's in what I'm saying. And that's where it was coming to relationship. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You got to know who your source is. I can't question listen. Question it. I can't yes. listen to who you are and you a Wikipedia person. Right. I got to know. <laughs> I got to right. know that you a, th- you a encyclopedia. Yeah. Some right. shit. You know what yeah. I'm yeah. saying? That's what you're so, talking about. And that's all I'm saying. So I feel like 100% rash. That's a very good point. Yeah. Um, I think her decision might have been rash, but I also think your decision to her decision to leave was rash. Um, if one conversation with your boss can change your mind about going to Paris with the man you love, then that means you weren't confident in the decision to start with. Mm. So I think both decisions were rash and I don't necessarily think that her staying was the wrong decision for her. Um, to your point, she could have did this, that, and the third in Paris, but you weren't thinking about that. All no. you was thinking about was going to Paris with that man. That's it. Right. Her, her, I think, I think <laughs> her like mind. my mom. That man. Mind. With right. that man. With that man. With that man. With that man. She, I agree. <laughs> she had that conversation with her boss would have been the time to slow down. How about you go ahead of me? Boom. <laughs> I could have dealt with and that, but just to decide you're not out, going. But, and I feel like he showed 
Like, you're saying knowing everything that we knew before, like, the extra stuff, right? Before finding out the whole reason why he didn't have money and stuff. Well, he showed him being supportive. Like, remember, she had issues with her mom. Mm-hmm. And he would cause he was talking to her and say, well, I think it's good. And I think this. And maybe this. And, you know, he was having conversations. So you can tell he was a supportive guy. You yeah. know, he never wanted her to stop her career. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just think that because of Camille's mindset... She didn't completely think things through. She didn't think through of saying yes when she went. Mm-hmm. Right. She didn't think it through to say, I'm not going to go. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? She, which is why she didn't think to say, why don't you go ahead of me right. and I'll be behind you All of her decisions after. are like that, exactly. too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Are, are real rash. So uh, if you couldn't tell by what we're hinting at, we later find out. Well, well one, let's start here. He comes back mm-hmm. engaged to somebody and Camille is still not a professor. And her boss gets fired Boom. Right, right before... Yeah. giving her the tenured professor position. Somebody else gets hired. Camille makes the ass of herself in multiple situations mm-hmm. in front of her new boss, yep. and her new boss hires someone else for mm-hmm. that position. Right. Um, so life didn't work out. So like that life didn't work out how how she she thought it was, and the woman who convinced her to stay ain't even there. Ain't even <laughs> didn't get her ain't where she needed there. to be. Right. Um. But you know what? I just not on the thing. But something that I also thought about was like, I don't think he really fought for her. I, I don't think so. I think that's something to be said. Like, you, oh, and he buys her a ring. That's mm-hmm. why he doesn't have money to overnight his passport. Um, He's planning to propose. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you love me enough to buy a ring, max out your cards to propose to me. And then when I say, you know what? I don't know if this is the right decision for me. You say, are you sure? I say, yeah, and you leave for Paris? It's so hard. I was then a, you feel like maybe this happened for a reason, and we're not supposed to be together. <laughs> like, I don't I, know. His decision was rash. Everybody's decision was I felt like he could have fought for her, but I also felt like, listen, if I'm about to propose to you, I'm I'm sure about you, right? I don't, you saying you're unsure about me is going to put a man in a certain situation or have them have a certain feeling. And not that it make it right, but every everybody doesn't, every person in general, let alone a man, don't under, don't know how to go about the right steps in certain situations. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, in that moment, it could have been a situation where he felt like, he felt rejected. Rejected. In that I couldn't yeah. think about the word. He mm-hmm. felt rejected because it's like, what are you talking about? Right. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I literally I think got this. He talks ring. about how he felt, and I could totally relate to him. Yeah, when they yeah, meet when right they're before in the, the closet thing. or whatever. Yeah, he does. He he, he tells her yeah. what how he felt in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he just he she broke him down so much that he couldn't. He couldn't get away from it. Like, he couldn't get past it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's something to be said for that. You know, we don't, like you said, we don't know. We're not a man. We don't know. Like, there's certain things that we can do that could totally just, I mean, it's not like us. We're like. Because how we operate is different from how a man operate. We can't expect a man to do things that we would do as a woman. Just like they can't expect us to move the way that they move. You know what I mean? It's a. It's like a fine line, and and that's the difference. Like we would, it is okay. Sing between love and hate. I was gonna sing it more aggressive, but love and hate. So following up that question, mm-hmm. if you were in the position with knowing just the frontward facts, mm-hmm. would you choose love or your career? Mm, that's a hard question. Michelle. I would have chose love. I would have chose love too. 100%. Knowing me. 
you know. Michelle's like, career. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a hard one for me. But if I was in Camille's situation and how that relationship went, I probably would have stayed behind. Now, I don't know if I would have chose either or. Hopefully, I would have been like, well, I'm going to stay behind for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let me test the waters. Let me let me see what I can do, you know, in Paris if I, if I do go. But kind of circling back to the beginning of our conversation, like, her not going... If she would have went, that would have been a decision for him, in my opinion. Like, you love him, you want to be with him, and your career be damned, basically. And, but you don't know that. But that's, that's not that's, true. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> but she wanted of... to be a professor at Columbia. Columbia is in New York. It's not in Paris. Right. But okay, she also had to... Back when he got back. It, and that's my whole thing. Like, I feel like... I feel like it's things that she could have worked... This is, this is us speaking from, like, today, mm-hmm. obviously. Us speaking from today, I would have... In her situation, no children, no anything. I would have went ahead and went. They were still that's young. How I got here. You know what I mean? They I were still young. Here. But that's the and I'm that reason with the opposite. I don't. I'm not married. I don't have any children. If ever I was gonna have to be heads down to try to get where I wanted to be in my career, I mean, it I needs to be now. If I go to Paris, you propose. I'm probably gonna bust it wide open, put pop on the handstand. <laughs> and, and he was gone for a while. He was gone for a while. Yeah. I probably would have had a baby. Right. And yeah. now we're talking about now. Now you're back. You got what you needed. Mm-hmm. Now we're back in Harlem. Now I can focus on my career. And a lot of women do that. Uh, they do. Well, a see, lot of you're not do. a hopeless romantic uh, from your 16 personality. But so <laughs> I couldn't see I you ain't. saying, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought s- about it. It hurt. But if I knew for sure, and in her mind, it was a sure thing. Like if I stay here, I'm but gonna become a professor. Yeah, it's not a sure thing either. Like it's not. It's yeah, but if I leave, it's definitely not a short thing. Eventually, because I can't it could become, be. Eventually. So she didn't want to wait, which is what her choice was. Her choice yeah. was her career and not love. And that's all it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's ultimately that person. Her choice was, I feel sure love. about <laughs> my career, and her career wasn't shit. I mean, you know what I mean? She still was doing some of what she wanted, but she didn't have what she wanted. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Now she's it's just a catch twenty two, right? It's a catch twenty two. I just do it a lot. Always be your boy. <laughs> <laughs> always look, looking for that meme. Exactly. And so and she, also she did say again. Took so the it's time not like Ian ain't never have no money. That's it, right. It's not like he was the perfect guy and she left him at the taxi for her career. Period. Right. Right. So that's something else to the kind of. She went about it. Was it was so. Wrong. I'm like, girl, how you gonna wait till y'all about to get in the car? Yeah, you I'm like, know, okay, you've been this, thinking about this all night. And that's my whole thing. I felt like she, her whole, her whole being, her whole character was mm, a rash decision-making like <laughs> individual. Because right. she did it for, she did do it for everything. It's like, okay, whatever. I'm gonna go ahead. We talking about Andy being which way the wind blows, but she, but, but really, Camille's I impulsive. Think it's, yeah, Camille's really impulsive. impulsive. Yes, that's the perfect word. Yep. Good old Camille. Okay, so that happens. She's still dating panel guy. Um, her and Ian start to show they're having feelings for each other. Mm-hmm. The mama still loves her, invites her to the retirement party, all all this stuff. Somewhere along the line, her friend Quinn designs Ian's fiance's wedding dress. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she has to go drop it off to her the night before the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's with Camille. I forgot where they went, but they drunk. They, they, they together. She's like, oh my God, I forgot. And she was like, I'm going to take you home <laughs> and then I'm going to go. And Camille's like, no, 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 that's too much. Let's just take it. Right. She goes, now she going back and forth. What should she do? What should she do? What should she do? They kissed at some point. Yes. I forgot the about that. Yes. They, mm-hmm. they they had, uh, you know, he 
text her and asked her, am I making a mistake or is this uh-huh. right or right. something like that prior to all of this? So she's back and forth. What should she do? What should she say? And so she like, I'm going to go find my man. So she walks up into the building where the wedding party is at and they're Mm -hmm. rehearsing and whatnot. And she runs into him and she's basically like, you're the one. I should have never. And they kiss. Mm -hmm. And the camera pans up. And who's there? And there stands his fiance. Yep. And so the question now is, what do you think is going to happen in season two? Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, I think she's going to act like she ain't see it. Yeah, I, and I about think he's gonna too. leave her at the altar. Mm. You think? I think he is. It's the night before the wedding. When else you gonna leave her? I right. think <laughs> that's true. A good twist would be he actually leaves Megan's ass <laughs> and goes oh, with Megan's the, ass. <laughs> Megan's that ass. would be a that would Come be, that that would be a, a, a twist, right? That would be a twist. I think me. I I almost think. I kind of think what you said, Michelle, that, you know, but uh, I could also see it going in a way of she's like that. That should have been a mistake. Maybe they see uh, maybe Camille sees the girl and kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. oh my God. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they get married. Because She is drunk. Yeah, she right. is drunk. She's Not get drunk. married, but maybe go and maybe Camille try to stop it or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily they can't see make that. a whole season out of that. There has to be some like drama. Right. Yeah, but the be... drama could be. I don't know. I don't think that they. I don't, I don't think that they're gonna either. get married. I don't mm-hmm. feel like. I don't think they're gonna. Yeah, marriage is gonna happen. But they might She's not gonna break be like up. I'm pregnant. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. yeah. <I'm> not <gasps> or maybe she'll say one. maybe we need to push it off for a while. She gonna say she's pregnant. She gonna I'm say, all in on that now. Yeah. I'm all in on that idea <laughs> now. She gonna be like I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Oh my god. I'm excited. This he's gonna feel like he needs to be with her. I bet you that's it. What you say? He feel like okay. he gonna need to be, he gonna need to be where real insecure. I believe when that well we'll talk about it later. Okay, so that is our review on Harlem. If you haven't watched the show, make sure. I mean, we done gave you all the spoilers, but all it's still. It. Oh, I did um, want to ask a question though to y'all. For remember they did the Yoni Steam. That's when they all kind of bonded together. Oh yeah, yes. that beef. Did y'all do a, a Yoni Steam before? No, but no. my friend, we know him. <laughs> told me that his wife. Uh huh. Do you know who I'm talking about? I think so. <laughs> Should I say it? Anyways, his <laughs> wife opened up a studio, a Yoni studio in in Durham. And I was thinking we should go. I was saying that when I saw the scene and I was like, we're going to talk about it. I think we should I would totally to go. Do. And then we need to have an episode about it. Yeah, I think we, we should. Definitely. That we'll might be our girl boss. Something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm nervous. I'll see. <laughs> You're, I don't know. You're about gonna curb. Like, I you know, just don't I need your ass being like queen vagina. and wearing panties. Why she? I probably will. I'm like this lavender. I can't do lavender. Can I? I'm I about can't to have do any of the herbs. Right Can you just put the steam up there? That's yeah, all just I steam, want no steam. fragrance. <laughs> It's not fragrance crazy. It's just no essential oils. <laughs> steam, no oils. No, I tell you, yeah, we're gonna get all of it. Okay. Now when I be itching. We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I can't be. No, I'm a very there, uh, Me too. But I you, bet. That would be fun, though. That would be that a good I think we fun. all should do it. So we'll, we're, we'll, we'll keep you guys posted on that one. Oh, yes. Yeah, we definitely have to set that up. <laughs> Y'all do it too, okay? Right. Or if you <laughs> have know. done it. Or if you let have know what to it. expect. Yes, I'm please. nervous. Let us know what now, to expect. Now, does it tighten it up? Yeah, what does it do? <laughs> it's supposed to, like, cleanse it or not necessarily cleanse it, but, like. Like, it's pretty clean. Like a facial? Yeah, like a vajacial. 
Y'all Look, heard vajayshul. Mm-hmm. Mm. They have those too. We should probably do one of those uh-uh. too. What they do to your vagina? Right. It's just it's like a facial. All you like doing they is scrub it. And stuff? Yeah, just like when nobody scrubs. They my ain't vagina. going all in the inside <laughs> of doing it. it. It's not all of that, but it's like they're massaging my vagina. They're not doing that. They're putting. You get your face massaged with a okay, facial. Okay, they're they're not massaging the cooch. Just relax. Sounds like a happy ending. To me. So <laughs> sounds like you're still going. <laughs> sounds like a happy ending to me. Okay, apparently we doing yoni steams um, and vajayshuls. Apparently, and doing your- <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are talking about going live to talk to you guys about Harlem. So let us know on our IG how you feel about that, what days work best for you. We would love to hear your feedback about these questions, additional questions. We didn't mm-hmm. get into it. There was 10 episodes, and this is one of our longer episodes, and we still didn't touch yeah. nearly as many exactly. things as, as we could have. So we'll save that for um, a live one day in the future. But now we're going to go into our Girl, girl boss, boss segment. Um, this week's Girl Boss is Tara. Tara is the owner of Kelsey, uh, the creator. It's a unique event planning and styling company that focuses on the special details tailored to each of their clients. They started a, um, Tara started a, custom creation business and it quickly evolved into a full-scale event decor company specializing in luxury child and adult celebrations event rentals and custom production Um, some of the things that she does includes making homemade party favors woodwork props and specialty balloons you can check out some of tar's work in person at berry bomb selfie spot inside triangle town center mall this another one of our girl bosses also works out of there um shout out to goddess beats Mm -hmm. um she also has done things in the Mean Girls Hall of Fame um, room in the uh, Berry Bomb Selfie Spot, as well as the Dirty Money Laundry Mat room hey. at the Selfie Spot. So, from custom designs that give the needed wow factor to day of coordination, you can truly be a guest at your own party with Kelsey, the creator, behind you. You can contact them to help you get the party started. Hey, the party so, there's started. a few ways you can... Um, contact them you can do it by email kelseythecreator19 at gmail.com their website is www.kelseythecreator.com um, her Instagram is kelseythecreator19 and on Facebook she is kelseythecreator and I actually did use her for my daughter's fifth birthday party mm-hmm. she wanted a sonic birthday party and so we used her for the party favors and they came out really good yeah, she they was were nice. super Ooh. quick I waited uh-huh. last minute <laughs> and she was super quick um, they were very she, nice T- mm-hmm. What she showed me the first time, I ain't like it was my fault. I chose the bad picture, so I sent her another one, and she instantly like, "What do you think about this one?" So she's really fast. She's super thorough, and we definitely encourage you to follow her on all her social media and make sure you contact her mm. if you had any party favors. Even and yes. she, I haven't seen, I haven't experienced her balloon decoration, but I've seen her do the setups and everything. Like mm-hmm. she does the big old letters and oh, does the does. balloon things inside. Okay. It. She does all. She does all of that. Oh, Whole, even event planning or day of coordination sometimes if you're getting married uh you'll have a wedding planner but sometimes you'll have also a, a day of coordinator mm-hmm. somebody to kind of make sure the moving parts go here and there so reach out to her for whatever you need for your next event all right you sound awesome by the way michelle with you a little talk. commercial yeah <laughs> my commercial voice my commercial voice yeah, girl. <laughs> 
Well, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in um, yeah. for another episode. This was a fun episode. Yes. We really appreciate We're you guys. We're so happy to be back. We're so so happy. happy to be back. So we appreciate you um, for tuning in for a definition of a woman. There's levels to this There's shit. Levels There's to levels this to this shit. Make sure you're following us on all social media with definition yes. of a woman everywhere. We gonna hope we gonna have visuals. I know y'all been asking. We gonna see. Okay. We double check 20 times. It said it was recording, but we gonna see. We um, So follow. make sure you follow there. Make sure you're <laughs> subscribed on YouTube and wherever you're listening to your podcast. And make sure you are rating us yes. all five stars. You can even leave comments on most of where you are streaming the podcast at. So please do that. Share. Thank you guys so Thank much you. for rocking with us during our hiatus. Yes. And we'll see you next time. We'll see you Bye. next time. say it like this if you can tell me what to do then you can tell me what to do but if you can't tell me what to do you can't tell me what to do (laughs) 